Just a quick reminder, if you've been trying links that I've mentioned on any of these recent episodes of the show and they don't work, technology changes and some of the things we offer change. So what we've decided to do is put everything that's current over at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. And anything that isn't current probably won't work. So if you're having trouble with a link that doesn't work, that's probably why. Head on over to photobizhelp.com forward slash links. Or if you're following along at photobizhelp on Instagram, it's the link in the bio. We'll remember who you are. And then when you do remember who you are, how much work you put into your business, I think it'll carry you through and you'll manifest like that good energy. And, you know, you're manifesting all the time. So just really keep in mind those thoughts. like. When you get negative, like negative things will happen. When you stay positive, positive things will happen. This is the Photo Business Help Podcast, a resource for photographers of all levels from brand new to burnt out who believe that business growth starts with personal growth. I'm your host, Natalie Jennings. I created Jennings Photo back in 2010 and have been happily full-time since but not without some mistakes along the way. Those lessons plus what's really helped me thrive financially and personally are what I wanna share with you so you can grow with your photo business too. You'll also hear stories from other photographers and industry folks, as well as my favorite ways to be more mindful and happier on this journey. Sometimes it is a blast to talk to people that have been doing this as long or even longer than I have. Reminiscing about how much has changed in this industry is just one thing that Carissa and I are talking about. She is a powerhouse of branding and coaching and her amazing podcast and, of course, her wedding photography business. All of this stuff is looped into our conversation about the importance of mindset, just to name one thing. And I think you're really going to enjoy this chat. It's very flowy, very conversationally, very laid back. Before we get into that, here are a few words from the folks that support this show. Hey, photographers, tired of staring at a blank screen when writing emails? 17 Hats has introduced a game-changing AI email writing feature called Hattie. Now, with just the click of a button, you can create polished professional emails. So whether you're responding to leads or building templates, Hattie will elevate your communication game with the power of AI. It's just one more way 17 Hats helps you manage your business better. So go try 17 Hats for seven days for free and use code PHOTOBIZHELP for 50% off your first year. That's up to a $300 savings. Check it out at 17hats.com. Use code PHOTOBIZHELP. So are you one of those folks that say, ugh, I'm not blogging in my business because it takes so long and I don't know what to say and it's hard to choose photos and it's just a long process and I know I should do it, but I don't. Well, I've been there before, but one of the things that completely changed this game for me is when PickTime rolled out their blog feature early spring in February 2023. It not only allows you to create super, super beautiful blog posts, but you can do it so, so, so fast, working with galleries that you've already uploaded for clients, so there isn't any doubling down on anything. And now they've added AI to this process as well. So you may have your feelings about AI, but if you're one of those people that's like, ugh, I don't know what to say, then let AI write something for you, and then you can add your own little 
voice and flair to it after it's done. It's a way to get things started. It's a way to help you get past that resistance of trying to get a blog post out or maybe multiple blog posts out. It's just one more feature in PickTime's bajillion amazing features that I think is fabulous. So if you're on the fence about trying PickTime, they are offering you one month free when you upgrade to a paid plan. So you can just try it. And if you find that you don't like any of these awesome features that I always talk about, you can cancel. If you go to pick-time.com, P-I-C-T-I-M-E.com and use the code PHOTOBIZHELP, you get that one month free when you upgrade to a paid plan. So that's pick-time.com, use the code PHOTOBIZHELP and try that one month free and get going on your blog because yes, it's still a relevant thing and it's something that's useful in growing your photo business. So are you from Torrance or are you there just recently or? Yeah, I'm a Torrance girl. So born and raised and back in Torrance. People make fun of me because I have like a five mile radius of my life. (laughs) (laughs) Here, I'm like the biggest Torrance girl you could ever meet. (laughs) That's amazing. I like it out there. I used to go visit my aunt and uncle when they lived out there a lot when I was a teenager and I have good memories out there. So yeah, Torrance has everything. Yeah, I love how you're like, I just go five miles. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think most people, unless they have like a really long commute, I mean, most people are within like a pretty structured radius almost all the time. I mean, we don't go too far away if we don't have to, I don't think, especially now that everyone's like online. Yeah. I mean, people always say, oh, do you still love wedding photography after 14 years? And I'm like, of course I love wedding photography, but it's a lot of driving. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Like, I mean, with two kids, you had to do like drop offs. And then it's just, you know, sometimes I have to drive to Malibu or I went to Mecula or wherever, it, you know, wants me. And it's just a lot of time in the car. <laughs> Yay. Well, that's cool, though. I've only shot a couple of weddings in Southern California. And I love it because it's just compared to here, which has its you know, Minnesota is beautiful, but it's also very seasonal. Like it's really, really cold and you can't really shoot much for most of the winter outside. But like every time I'm in California shooting and I've done like a lot of brand stuff out there and and stuff, it's like always beautiful light. I'm like, this is amazing. I should just live here because I'm a photographer. (laughs) Thank you for saying that because I kind of forget because I just take it for granted. But even on rainy days, like somehow the light will just pop up like miraculously. (laughs) It is. It's beautiful out there. For whatever reason, it's just always really lovely out there, at least in my experience. So it is. I'm not an overcast shooter. It just I don't really like flat light. I use reflector, but I definitely like the sun. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. Well, and you have a lot of it out there. So that's really cool. Yeah, really good memories. Some of my favorite like sunny shots definitely came from California. So, but yeah, so, okay. So you've been doing this. We've both been doing this a long time. I think we started around the same time, like 2009, 2010, something like that. And uh, yeah, like what was going on in your life when you were like, I'm going to do this? Because I think there was a very specific group of folks. This is like, for people listening that don't get it, like this is like when blogs actually started to become a thing. Like not everyone was online, like online and not everyone had like, I mean, Facebook was barely just born. So it was like a really interesting time to try and do this compared to now because it was like, there were very, very few people that were kind of modeling like what was going on, I guess, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, I mean, just you saying that makes me feel so connected to you. (laughs) We were there at the same time. So you're right. I think I got a little lucky because I got out of advertising because of the 2009 recession. And I, it was kind of like this expiration time in my life. I was collecting unemployment and I didn't have too many bills. So I was just like, oh, do, 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 you know, what, what should I do? And like super random, but I started a frame company with my dad, but we did like personalized name frames. And I actually did like bride shows because I had like a really cute frame for couples, like with their wedding day or the, the couple's name. And then that's how I kind of fell into the industry. And then you know, I looked at the photographers. I'm like, dude, they suck. They're like dinosaurs, you know? <laughs> now I'm a <laughs> It's so funny. I mean, I remember so distinctly that crossover of like kind of the old school photographers and then this new group that came in and was like all about being digital and starting blogs and not relying on studio time and prints and all that kind of stuff necessarily. I mean, some people do, but like it was such a different world like right before kind of we got started yeah I mean not to make anyone feel bad but (laughs) it was a lot easier back in the day like anytime I posted something well I mean yeah it it sucked to start but when I posted like a wedding everyone's like ooh and ah you know like you know comments and likes or whatever and now it's like I'll post something on Facebook and like I don't even get one like (laughs) It's totally different now. I totally agree with that. Like it was a yesterday. I was like, wow. Like to think that everything I put out to the world, everyone saw. It was so magical. It was even. I think the style me pretties, green wedding shoes, not even Zumbug, but they were just popping out. And if I said I was a wedding photographer, people actually thought I was weird. And you know, I said it with a, oh yeah, I'm a wedding photographer. They're like what like yeah (laughs) that's like a weird job I was kind of embarrassed and then now everyone's like oh you know my seven friends are wedding photographers it is really interesting because that is a thousand percent true I can't remember the last time so I mean like every time I say like I'm a photographer I don't shoot weddings anymore but every time I say that I'm a photographer to people they're like oh my friend and my neighbor and my you know whatever and I can't remember the last time I did that where like there wasn't a response I mean everybody knows somebody that's doing photography which is wonderful I mean I think it's great but it was so different starting out when not a lot of people were doing it and people thought I was kind of weird too I I just finished my master's and I was a teacher and I just it wasn't really going the way I wanted it to like or I thought it would go and I didn't love it that much and I've always loved art and visual art and it was something that I was just super drawn to and I was like I'm gonna do this but it amazes me like I think about like the first photo I ever published on like my first WordPress blog in like 2008 or 9 and it was like a picture of like a swing set just with a swing swinging like a very poetic picture it wasn't it didn't even have people in it and I'm like oh that was so awful but then I realized like we have been inundated for the last like 15 years with more imagery than probably our entire lives before that. I mean, it's like, so like now I think people have the ability to like be inspired by so many other people, like back to the the dinosaurs. It's like, we were kind of coming into this going like, okay, well, like, oh, that person has a cool idea, but we were just sort of like making our own way in a way. 
Yeah, it's interesting. I, I do feel like your work is, it's interesting to say poetic because when I was looking at your Instagram last night, I was like, oh, it is like kind of poetic. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's kind of like you get all the feels, but I guess, you know, when I started, there's always, you know, inspiration. There was always famous people already. And even looking at like Netflix documentaries, I'll see like old photographers and they're almost like way more amazing than photographers these days. Like it's crazy. So, I mean, the work's been out there like forever. Wedding photography was definitely not like a thing, a random story, but I kind of hit the ground running because I did bride shows. So I was already in that world. So I booked 50 weddings my first year and just off of my list and the price was cheap. It was like, you know, $17.99 or something. So people were lined up to book with me and I had pretty good, you know, eye for color or whatever. I was good at posing. I, I danced my whole life, but I actually, someone said, oh, you should go to WPPI, you know, like the Vegas conference yeah, for photographers convention. That's the word. And I was like, okay. So I went and there's like, you know, thousands of wedding photographers. And I was like, oh my God, like this is a thing. So I had no idea. And then I got really intimidated. So if I had gone to that before I booked all these weddings, I wouldn't have booked all these weddings and got like my foot in the door to, you know, creating my, my brand and getting my name out there. Cause I was really intimidated. I was like, who am I to like book these weddings? Like, I don't know anything. So just, you know, letting you guys know your the audience, like it's kind of mindset. It's all mindset. I love that. And I know, like, I know I talk about it a lot on this show, but it is all mindset. Like if we could just, just end the conversation there and go on our way. But I think that people hear that a lot now. I mean, it's like, it's something that people talk about mindset, but not only do I agree with you, but I think that like it can change. I mean, it can completely change everything in your life. However, because people hear it a lot, like, what do you think is like, like a tangible way to understand that for people? You know, they're like, yeah, yeah, mindset. Like, what do you think is a helpful way to start addressing that if someone's like, okay, I maybe have a little bit of a mindset problem or even identifying if you do have a mindset problem? Like, is there anything that's popping up for you that would like help people? Yeah, I mean, random story, but I had like these photographer friends and we started at the same time and they were like really like not that good. And they're just, they had this mindset. They're like, oh, we're going to be the next like Jasmine star. And I kind of laughed. I was like, <laughs> like, and they started like after me, just a little bit after me, but I was like, yeah, right. And then they're not Jasmine star, but cause she went the whole other route, but they did like really make a big name for themselves. Like, and they charged a lot. So I was kind of like, wow, I should never laugh at someone. And I didn't have that mindset. So I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to be like, you know, like charge 10, 20K per wedding. I never had that mindset. So just letting you know, like, it is your mindset. Like, trust me with everything. And it's just another story is, you know, when you start talking to negative friends or negative people and it's like, wah, wah. And trust me, I'm negative too. Like, I get in like really negative phases where I'm like, nothing blah 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 I try so hard I work so hard you know what's going on it's just it's literally like a spiral it's like and then you get in your head and then you're like I don't know you almost want to give up and it's just tears and then you start maybe finally getting out in it you talk to other people that are inspiring like you could do this like maybe try this maybe try this you got this you when I see your work it's so incredible like blah 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 like 
and then you get out of your head and then you start doing things and things like actually you start getting inquiries and you're just like, wow, like if I just, you know, put myself in these situations or I'm a part of like inspirational groups or inspiring people or positive friends, like it's just so much helpful or so much more helpful to be in that mindset. It's so huge. I was just talking with my partner about this. Actually, we were at Podcast Movement, which is the big podcasting conference that they do every year. And we've been going for years. It's actually where we met, which is a whole other story. But we were both speaking in August and, you know, we were meeting new people and having like some really good conversations with the people that are like, you know, now that we've attended for so many years, like we've gotten to know a lot more of the speakers than just sort of networking with attendees. Not that like they're better, but they're just more experienced usually business-wise and stuff like that. And it's so cool to just talk to people that are killing it because when you're in that energy, you're like, okay, like, yeah, okay let's go. You know, it's so, so, so motivating. And it makes you realize like how important it is to surround yourself with people that are like in a positive mindset, in like an abundance mindset and in a growth mindset, because it really rubs off on you if you spend most of your time with people that are kind of on the other end of that spectrum. Yeah. I like how you said that because when you do spend time with those people, like even at those conventions, you're like, sky's the limit. And you see these people and you're like, that's a lot of work to get there. But it's also a lot of work to like do bad in life, too. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you said that. It is a lot of work also to not do that when people It is almost more work, I would say, to try and just get up every day and like really yourself through a difficult, challenging time. I mean, we've all been through really hard times, but like just when when that is your sort of like starting point all the time, I would way rather be in, in like a positive mindset working all the time, you know? Totally. Like something you like. <laughs> yeah, totally. It really is. It's again, I think it's all energy moving around. It's just, and when you're in like high energy space, you're like, okay, let's do this. You know? Yeah, like I, I don't know. You kind of, I just met you, but I feel like you get me. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, well, I will say, whenever I speak with photographers that kind of started at the same time, like there is something shared there that was like different than it is now. Exactly. We've been on the same, a little bit of like same wavelength, but you know, and different. Yeah. There's a journey, like (laughs) a real interesting one. I mean, I used to deliver photos on CDs. Me too. (laughs) That's okay. So if you're wondering like what we're talking about, that's what we're talking about. (laughs) Landline. That's totally like, I mean, there was no Zoom. I was meeting all of my clients in person. Oh, absolutely. Lots of coffee shops, lots of dinners just to get weddings booked. It was a different time. I had like a wagon, like filled with. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Well, because you bring like samples, you have to like bring a lot of stuff to show people. Oh my gosh. You know, I would never think of the CDs until you said it, but I did. I forgot. I was so proud of like the aesthetic. I had like really cool CD covers and they were like kind of rustic and cute for like my, there's a lot of rustic weddings in Minnesota and Wisconsin and like just cute little silk ribbons. And like, I mean, I had a whole thing, like it was such a thing and now it's just gone. I mean, not that I wouldn't occasionally send a client a gift or something, but I haven't, again, shot weddings in a few years. But I mean, I've taken 
so many like branding classes, blah, 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 thousands and thousands of dollars. And then I go back and I'm like, I kind of knew all this like in my head, like from day one. I know. <laughs> like the ribbon and like, you know, like the marketing is like, it's kind of obvious. <laughs> like, totally. <laughs> well, speaking of marketing, like how do you think mindset like plays into what people, how people market themselves and how they price themselves? Like, do you think they're related? Yeah, I think you have to, it's hard, I know, and I struggle too, but confidence because kind of like, oh, should I make two, $3,000 a weekend or nothing, you know? Yeah. So it's like we almost have like this desperate aspect in our voice, you know, if you're not doing like crazy mini sessions or you don't have like another job and, you know, you have bills to pay. So it's like, I don't know, it's a little hard if you don't have that like confidence, but I think it goes down to like having a really powerful brand and then you could really speak upon it, like what your brand's about, what differentiates you, you know, why like they should hire you, like little stories to create desire. And then the conversation's a little more powerful and you kind of are in your confidence, you're in your power because it's very easy for the client to take your power away with, you know, always trying to lowball you, just wanting to know the price. Oh, we're talking to six other photographers, you know, but it's like you kind of have to stand your ground and like your packages and why it's like different and kind of selling even little things like instead of devaluing you, like, oh, you know, discounts or adding this, adding that, adding add an album, maybe hype up the second shooter. What? everything the second shooter does oh maybe hype up that you have the most amazing albums maybe hype up you've been dancing your whole life and you know flattering poses maybe hype up that you are like they're gonna be they're a hype girl instead of like being like drag you into this like give you more give you more for doing less or for paying you less so like a slippery slope on those calls. I'm like, you have to really tap into your power, become the one, become the authority and have this confidence to be like, Hey, like this is me. You want in or you don't want, you know? I think that is so important to try and explain to people. I comes up in my coaching a lot, but I don't really know how to explain what that is. It's just different for everyone. But like being an authority when you're on that call, like this is your business and if you don't want to do x y and z like if that's not what you do like for example i never stayed past the first hour of the dance it was just not my thing i was like if you want to pay me extra fine but like you will have more than enough photos of probably the best part of the dance from that first part people start to get tired and go home and so if you have like unless they had like an exit or something planned but anyway like i would just say that i'm like i'm going to show up about an hour before you're dressed and ready and i'm going to leave about an hour after the first dance and however long that is whether that's like six hours or nine hours that's great but like that's what we're doing to make this collection work and i find that on either end of that there's way too many of the same photos if i'm just hanging around all day just doing the same stuff and and i just stood my ground that's like one example of standing your ground of like this is just this is my style and this is how I like to create this story and without missing too much of the day, which I don't think I really ever did. I mean, I was, I think that's a great kind of window of time, but it's hard to explain to folks what that feels like because it's, you know, it really does make a difference if you're trying to pay the bills and you're really just want the gig and you want the experience. But I think ultimately you end up in a place that you don't want to be in. So it's almost better to like, you know, it's almost better to like, 
notice what you're spending your time on. And maybe you do need to get like a side job while you're your authority and growing your business so that you aren't having to take the stuff that you don't like, you know, that might be one option because it's, it's not worth it in the end, you know, to get pushed around by clients and to sign up for stuff that you don't want to do, because that ultimately breaks down that mindset a little bit. Like you are no longer in your power or in control. You're kind of just like, okay. And those type of clients will be the ones to ask for more and more and potentially not be happy. And as soon as I get sneak peeks, oh, but can you blah, 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 and this and this, and oh, where's the rest? Oh, you know, like it's just, they just, they drag you through the mud. You want to work with clients that love your work. And with that said, you know, bust your ass to make your portfolio amazing, your website amazing, your copy amazing, your funnels, your Instagram, and, you know, work on your brand, work on your photos so that you have this confidence and when they say, ask you all these things, you could easily be like, no, like, this is how I do business. It's working for my clients. They love it. I have all these reviews. And, you know, you in or you not. Yeah. And it takes a while to figure that out, I think, to really recognize like, oh, I should have said no. Or, you know, you just have to kind of pay attention when that happens. You know, pay attention, as I always say, to how you feel. And if it just feels icky, like, notice what you want to change about it, you know? Yeah, I'm I'm trying to like, you know, it took me so many years, but it is that feeling of feeling icky. I price this girl, she's like, oh, like, you know, she wanted a elopement, but it was just going to be like her, her husband. And she's asking all these crazy questions like, can you bring a friend for like a fish in? I was like, sure, I'll bring a friend. Like, it's going to cost this much. Um, but I just charged her like $500 an hour and then, but to go to Malibu and then, she calls me out. She's like, oh, I want to hire you, but we only want one hour. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm not going to go to Malibu for like 500. I'll have to do like two hours. And then she texts me back like, oh, we went with a different photographer. But I actually felt like really good about it. Yes. I was like imagining like having to pick up my kid and then drop him off and then drive to Malibu, you know, for like an hour and a half, two hours. It's like not. No, I always had a minimum of two hours for my like wedding stuff because I just felt like. Just, no, I take that back. I would do 90 minutes uh, if it was like the courthouse because it wasn't that far away. But like, that was the minimum. I was like, I can't just do an hour. Yeah, I should have said something earlier. Like, so that was my fault, you know, in the beginning. Yeah. So it's just these little things. But I think before I didn't have that feeling of, you know, after, of how are you going to feel after, you know, how tired you're going to be if you book on these like 10 hour, 11 hour gigs you know, the aftermath of it and your mental health, you know, when you're young, yeah, you can do everything, whatever is. And then now you, I kind of like really tap into what makes me feel good. Yeah. Yeah. I think it just makes such a difference and, and just holding firm on stuff. Like I recently had a family client that wanted to do like photos. So the package they got is meant to be like an at home session where like, I just come over for an hour and we they play and like we just maybe they make dinner or do a bedtime routine or whatever it's storytelling they're like well we'd rather just go to a park and I was like well that's not really what this is about this is really like you know and I did not that time stand my ground I was like okay you know we'll just go to a park and it was fine like but I didn't feel like excited about it I was like okay now I'm just ending up at the park again which is not really what I want to do for an hour I'll do it for a mini session but I'm not going to do it for an hour and I don't know. I had to like really think about that. Like, why didn't I sort of stand my ground more? But 
now I do. I mean, I think it's just like that process of like noticing and going like, oh, I should have just, you know, said something like more firm. Yeah, I think, see, me and you are like, <laughs> it's like, we know, we know what's up. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally, totally. Well, I love that, though. I mean, I think it takes, you know, the thing I wouldn't trade for any of this is the experience, you know, it takes a while to kind of figure this stuff out. And some people figure it out sooner than others. But and I think like back to what we were saying, like, might have taken us a little longer in some ways, because we didn't have like, a road paved for us already, you know, really. But, you know, don't get discouraged, I guess, if you're listening, and you still haven't kind of found your groove, because, you know, the contrast, the like icky feelings, those are there to guide you. I mean, that's actually really good information. So it's sort of like a great big blinking sign saying like, don't go this way anymore, you know, and that's just as good as as knowing which way to go. You might have to figure out where you're going, like it might take a little longer, but at least you know where you don't want to go, which I think, you know, hopefully flipping that like glass half full helps people a little bit if they're feeling a little lost, you know. Yeah, I've been thinking a lot about values. I've been hearing this concept for over six years, I think. And I think I'm, I was always asking, I didn't understand it because the reason I didn't understand it was because I felt like I, all the values are my values. (laughs) (laughs) I know that's so funny. You're like, what are your values? Well, like all the ones that are values. Yeah. So I'm like, I think now that I'm going to be 39, I'm realizing maybe like flexibility and peace are one of my top values. And with that, you know, comes love and everything else. But those are my top ones. So it's like, I have to be careful what I like throw in to the plate because is it going to cause me not to be like at peace with myself and be stressed? So I think I'm after all these years, I'm finally understanding that. And they say like, if you're not aligned with your values and you're going to feel kind of out of alignment. Yes. Well, and that, that speaks to the story I just told, because one of my biggest ones is just autonomy over my time and my creativity and my schedule, you know, like that is a huge one. That's one of the main reasons I did this is just that autonomy and that ability to choose. And when I get put in a position where I'm like, okay, I guess I'm not choosing the location. Fine. You know, (laughs) then I get a little like out of alignment, but that's what it's there for. I think that's good. That's really good advice to like, think about that. Like, what are you valuing? You know? Yeah. And I guess like it just, it takes time and experience to understand what truly like are, are your values and I think they could change over time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and now you I mean I imagine after all of these years of doing this and you're still doing weddings like I bet things feel pretty good, right? In your business, like pretty smooth, pretty like aligned. Yeah, I think even when second shooters come on, they always say, "Oh, Crystal, like how do you get the best clients?" And I'm not talking luxury at all or like, you know, the- like super crazy budgets or anything. It's just, they're so nice and like, they'll do whatever we say. <laughs> like, like, go do a cartwheel, they'll do a cartwheel. You know, like it's just, they do, like they're just so like freaking awesome and caring and they ask us questions and they're like, how do you get this type of bride? And we're just like, I don't know, like I worked really hard for it. Like, I don't know, I guess I just, um, my brand like it just says, oh, we want happy people. <laughs> yeah. Totally. And you like, I've been only talking to you for like 20 minutes, but like, you're clearly a happy person. And it's like, or that comes off. That's like a, you're not just like, Hey, how's it going? You know, I mean, that's when people are getting married, especially like they want to feel like 
joyful. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah, I get the most, the kindest couples and I'm a coach now and just, you know, helping people create their brand and help them with sales. It really goes to my value of flexibility because it's like the, the Zoom lifestyle. And then being able to say like, no, if you don't want to work with them, because I'm all about that kind of like an introductory call. So I, I hop on the, a call with them like for like 10 minutes. Sometimes it's even less. And if I just feel like that feeling of it's not right, it's actually okay for me to just be like, oh, like maybe you should go talk to this photographer. And they're like happy about it because I want it to be like a good fit because if I'm going to spend eight hours that my day, two hours driving, like I want them to be really cool and I want to have fun too. <laughs> yes, totally. You have the right to like fire your own clients, you know? I mean, you do. Like not really like, sounds harsh, but I've done it before with weddings. I remember there were a couple times where, you know, one I can think of in particular where like they seem like really nice people, but then they started, you know, just getting, and we were like ready to sign and book and everything. And then they sent me an email that was like, well, we don't really like the photos where it's just the bouquet and the heads cut off. and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's just this whole thing. So could you just, and could you maybe do, and they sent me like a list of stuff. And I was like, well, you know, I was really excited to work with you, but I have to say like, if I have to keep these things in mind, which are different from my natural style, I'm not going to be able to really serve you the way that like I can't I mean my talent is just what you see like this is what I do so you might be better off if you want a different type of photo to not have me as your photographer because I'm not going to change the way I shoot for somebody else's you know they should just be booking someone else at that point you know that's like a lot of balls to like do that but you know it's set the trajectory of like your whole entire career because if you just get in that mindset, oh, yeah, I'll do boho for you. I'll do dark and moody for you. Oh, yeah. I'll not do my normal style. It's just like, then who are you? Like, you lose sight of who you are. So, I mean, you had a lot of courage to do that. I don't think I would have had that. I think I just, there might be something in my personality that's, like, a little grumpy about stuff like that, where I'm just like, no, I'm not going to, like, not do what I like doing just because you want me to do it different. You know, I think I just got, I think I was more annoyed than I was nervous about the money or whatever. I think I was just like, no, no, no. You know, <laughs> like, I'm not going to do that. But it was scary. It's always scary to say no to clients. You know, the bride, she texted me. She said something about, because like, her engagement is true. She saw a photo in my, the back of my camera and she didn't like her armpit. She's an older lady. And she said something like, oh, hey, I fixed my armpit for an iPhone app. And make sure you do that for my wedding pictures. And I was thinking in my head, like, why would she text me that before I even sent her sneak peeks? And then secondly, she wasn't, she was wearing long sleeve. <laughs> oh my Lord. But it's like, dude, so I didn't even respond. I was going to say like, what do you do at that point? Like if someone, I mean, I would just say like per our agreement, like this wasn't, you know, something like if you want to pay extra for edits or if you want to take it somewhere else, go ahead. But that's not part of what we agreed on because that. That's a lot of extra. Plus, like you're following the client's edit from an iPhone. Like that's not very good instruction. The armpit didn't look that great. But yeah, the wedding day she was wearing, luckily, long sleeves. <laughs> I didn't have to worry about it. But it's just like these insecurities that pop up. And I, I understand. But it's just kind of na navigating everything through a positive light. Like you're gorgeous, girl. You know, like, you know. 
look how stunning you are, you know, see that, see, you know, it's like, I don't know, us wedding photographers, I know you're, you're retired, I'm semi-retired, but we have to deal with extremely sensitive situations and emotions and through the family because you know, a lot of divorces, a lot of times they're seeing each other for the very first time, a lot of bad blood, and we're like this vessel of like hope and light and love and making it all come out in the photographs. And sometimes if we're not strong, then it, it could get to us, all these different energies. Vessel of hope and light and love. That should be on someone's wedding photography branding page. <laughs> you're listening and you're looking for good copy. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you, you are the dark. vessel of hope and light and love. <laughs> That's really good, though. It's true. A lot of times, like, I mean, many times, and I, I probably, I think I shot just over 300 weddings. So not, you know, a lot, but not, you know, as many as some there's a lot of times where I would feel like I was the one bringing the energy. Like I was like, okay, this has got to change. You know, like I get something has to change here. Cause it, it would be sometimes, yeah. Awkward or a little tense. Yeah. I know too. Well, you can like literally feel that you're like, <laughs> it's a wild job. It's a really interesting job. And I'm grateful for every minute of it. Cause it really allowed me the lifestyle that I was really excited to live. And, I mean, I'm still doing photography, just not that. And I just think, I think I'm such a better photographer because of just having to think on my feet all the time. And, you know, it's, weddings are a good, good way to grow if you're looking for experience, you know. Oh my God, you'll see everything. Yeah, you totally will. <laughs> well, before we sort of wrap up, I always like to, well, first I want to ask you where people can find you on Instagram and just connect with you if they want to for just coaching or whatever. You can toss that out there. Yeah. Yeah, my Instagram is at Carissa Wu. I have a new book out for wedding photographers. I have a new program. I have a live demo on how to get 10 to 15 leads per month, high pain leads. I've been working on this for three months and just launched today, right before. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. So I have all the funnels in place, all the emails in place, all the videos so I can live in my feminine energy so I don't have to do anything except the work when you hire me but yeah go check it out it's a really fun 20 minute demo and you get even if you don't work, want to work with me you'll get a lot of tips on you know how to build your brand and how to book the, the call and that's on Instagram or your website or both yeah everything and then my website is heckyesmedia.co and if you want to check out my photography work it's Carissa Wu Photography W-O-O Perfect. That sounds awesome. Well, what I was going to say before I asked you for the Instagram stuff was I always like to ask people for like one thing that like kind of carries you through as a business owner, just through life, like a quote or like a mindset thing or like a post-it that you have on your computer or just something that you think you could share with people that might, you know, help them along their way. I was going to say something that we said, like become the one, become the authority, but I think my therapist always tells me, she, she always tells me, remember who you are. Yeah, because people try to nickel. That gave me goosebumps. Yeah, I've been doing this a long time and people still ghost me or, you know, I get rejected all the time still. And yeah, I get down still, which is still weird because I still really care. And she's just like, well, remember who you are. And then when you do remember who you are, how much work you put into your business, I think it'll carry you through and you'll manifest like that good energy and 
you know, ma- you're manifesting all the time. So just really keep in mind those thoughts. Like when you get negative, like negative things will happen. When you stay positive, positive things will happen. Yeah, it's finding that light, that silver lining, even when stuff is really hard, you know, that makes a huge difference in your energy. But I love that. Remember who you are. I also like to, you know, in my own coaching stuff, I I love reminding people that like we all have something different to bring to the table. So there's enough pie for everybody, you know, and that when you remember who you are, as you said, like you can then tap into what makes you you and why people might want to hire you versus someone else. Like there's you're going to be just right for some people and not for others. And that's exactly how it's supposed to be. There's enough for everyone to go around, you know, but just staying true to you is so powerful. I love that. Well, thank you, Carissa. This is so I really I would love to do this again. So we can just just dig into some of this stuff because my podcast. Yeah, I would love to. Absolutely. You can plug that too. What's your podcast? It a heck yes. Nice. All right. So (laughs) we're going to link to all of your stuff in the show notes. But thank you again for coming on the show. And I can't wait. I would love to chat with you on yours. So I guess we'll be doing this again soon. Oh, you're so cute. Oh, talk to you soon. So are you one of those folks that say, Ugh, I'm not blogging in my business because it takes so long and I don't know what to say and it's hard to choose photos and it's just a long process and I know I should do it, but I don't. Well, I've been there before, but one of the things that completely changed this game for me is when PickTime rolled out their blog feature early spring in February 2023. It not only allows you to create super, super beautiful blog posts, but you can do it so, so, so fast working with galleries that you've already uploaded for clients. So there isn't any doubling down on anything. And now they've added AI to this process as well. So you may have your feelings about AI, but if you're one of those people that's like, ugh, I don't know what to say, then let AI write something for you. And then you can add your own little voice and flair to it after it's done. It's a way to get things started. It's a way to help you get past that resistance of trying to get a blog post out or maybe multiple blog posts out. It's just one more feature in PickTime's bajillion amazing features that I think is fabulous. So if you're on the fence about trying PickTime, they are offering you one month free when you upgrade to a paid plan. So you can just try it. And if you find that you don't like any of these awesome features that I always talk about, you can cancel. If you go to pick-time.com, P-I-C-T-I-M-E.com and use the code PHOTOBIZHELP, you get that one month free when you upgrade to a paid plan. So that's pick-time.com, use the code PHOTOBIZHELP and try that one month free and get going on your blog because yes, it's still a relevant thing and it's something that's useful in growing your photo business. Hey photographers, tired of staring at a blank screen when writing emails? 17 Hats has introduced a game-changing AI email writing feature called Hattie. Now, with just the click of a button, you can create polished professional emails. So whether you're responding to leads or building templates, Hattie will elevate your communication game with the power of AI. It's just one more way 17 Hats helps you manage your business better. So go try 17 Hats for seven days for free and use code PHOTOBIZHELP for 50% off your first year. That's up to a $300 savings. Check it out at 17hats.com. Use code PHOTOBIZHELP.